Hello and welcome to another Two Punts podcast episode. I am always joined by Harrison. Harrison, how are we doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. But I feel like um, I just need to remind everyone that you are not related to Tim Tebow in any way, just so people don't get confused. <laughs> I just don't get it. I well, I mean, I've watched had... it when Tim Tebow were about. <laughs> yeah, but well, I had Tim Tebow's agent uh, emailing us saying uh, they're going to put in a lawsuit if we don't change what we're doing. So he's just retired from a uh, baseball, hasn't he? Sad Has day. he? I didn't even know he was still playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, but apparently he wasn't that good, but you know. Well, We'll have to do an emergency pod about that then, venture out a bit. <laughs> right, so today we've got um, a few different things. The first segment we're going to open up with is a bit fun, in light of um, NBA All-Star Weekend that happened last week. Did you watch it, Harrison, NBA All-Star Weekend? Uh, I won't lie, I didn't. I've just seen a few clips. I literally fell asleep after the first quarter, so I literally watched like the three-point <laughs> challenge and stuff, and then just went, went to sleep. But yeah. yeah um, I just also saw a few clips from it. <laughs> So we've got a little challenge where uh, Harrison's got the AFC All-Stars, I've got the NFC All-Stars, where you have to choose, um, we've got 16 positions available and you have to choose a player from each team to fill out those positions so you can't use the same team twice, which was a difficult challenge. I found it difficult anyway, what about you? Yeah, because I've got the Jets, Jags and Texans. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> the Texans have one good player, Deshaun Watson, but spoiler, I didn't use him, so... You know, that's, that did make it pretty difficult. Well, I look forward to seeing what you've got anyway. Um, <laughs> you're in charge of the middle segment today, is that right? Draft Dark Horse of the Week? Yep, it's a good name, Maka. It's a very good name. I knew you were just going to look for one with a good name. <laughs> I mean, I, I will be butchering the name, so, you know, you'll have to forgive me, but it is a good name. I'm sure we'll work it out. And then we're going to end with um, the offensive line draft class this week, as always, as we're going through the draft class, um, the different positions in the draft class this year. So, Harrison, anything before we get started? Anything big, major news you want to mention? Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the two-punt nation. Big oh, job, Colby. <laughs> well, shout out my mum, I feel like I've got to now. Right, shout out Karen Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, any uh, big news around the NFL? You want to mention before we get into All-Stars? Yeah, well, Aaron Jones, you know, we talked about we talked about on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Once you're where he'd go. He has got a home for four years in Green Bay. $48 yeah. million. Dollars. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that news shocked me. And I mean, the shocking news I'm just seeing right now, uh, Drew Brees has officially announced his retirement from the NFL. Yeah, he just, yeah, just one minute ago. <laughs> so some good time in there. So yeah, Drew Brees. They're waiting for the two well. pump podcast. They're waiting for the two pump podcast to go live. They do. They do. They know. They just know. Drew Brees was like, right, I need two pump two pump podcast exclusive. Yeah. He's breaking this. News. The two pump are breaking this news. But yeah. So I mean, Drew Brees. Yeah, big big news there. Aaron Jones, like you say, I think we're both surprised he's in Green Bay, right? I thought he was definitely on yeah, move. Definitely. So I'm surprised yeah, I mean, with that. Not sticking with the centre. Yeah, because I thought it really did look like they were going to re-sign him. I'm sure I saw news as well that they were re-signing him. So. I mean, they could, but after this deal, they're minus two million in the cap. So, you know, they, I mean, the Saints have managed to get out of whatever they were in. So. Yeah, true. We'll and, yeah, and then uh, just last one, I just want to say uh, Cam Newton re-signing. What do you think about that one? Um, strange, I'll be honest. I didn't. 
I mean, it's, I find it strange that Belichick liked what he brought to the table. You know, he didn't really do much, so it was pretty surprising. And it was 14 million, it's a lot more than they were on last season's. But did you see? That, did you see how it worked though? The contract, like it's a very dodgy it contract. Like Five million salary, and then like yeah. yeah, it was a lot of lots of incentives. Eight and a half million in incentives. He's got to make the playoffs, uh, Pro Bowl, uh, All Pro, Super Bowl MVP. Like, I mean, some of those he's just not getting at all, is he? Yeah. 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 Well, there'll be plenty more big news to come anyway, won't there? Before we move on, on. Brady's just extended his contract for another year. Yeah, yeah. Too right. I mean, so he should. He should extend it for another 10 years. He can keep playing for that long, (laughs) I reckon. (laughs) Still at the top of his game. Get into the playoffs and he'll he'll switch on. Mm, there you go. But yeah, I mean, plenty more exciting news to come anyway with a free agency on Wednesday. Excited to see what Washington do, Denver do, and obviously all the other teams around the NFL. Yeah, well, I mean, the Rams, Bears, Eagles, Saints are going to have to get sorted with a cap. Yeah, Rams yeah. Minus 33. So, we'll see how that made. Might be an emergency pod in week, who knows. Yeah, I think there's definitely going to need to be. There's going to be that much crazy stuff going on over the next couple of weeks. Right, well, let's get into it anyway, Harrison. Um, NFC versus AFC All-Stars. I, I want to call this one a Royal Rumble. Is that right? This can be the Royal Rumble. There's that many players. This can be the Royal Rumble, yeah. Uh, so, you want to do it? Position by position. Yeah, I was just going to say that and we'll like, have a little comp. Who's got the best one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm more than happy to do that. I feel like QB, yeah. you're probably going to definitely beat me, but yeah, I'm definitely yep. happy to do that. I think, I think I'm going to go 2-0, to be honest, with quarterback and running back. All right, then. Fair enough. Well, go on. Let's, let's hear your quarterback anyway. Mahomes. My only other option was taking Deshaun Watson and putting, putting another Chiefs player in instead of the Texans player I've had to go for, but nah, I can't, can't not go with Mahomes, can you? No, yeah, I, I definitely get that point. I think when you think of Texans, because I, I was thinking, oh, surely he's going to go to Sean, because where else is he going to put a Texan player? But like you say, it's There is one other and... good Texans player, so it's all right. It's all right. But, but yeah, like you say, it's uh, it's Mahomes, in it? The best QB, you know, in the NFL. No one's doing what he's doing. No one can make some of the plays yeah. he makes. So, yeah, you can't not put Mahomes in, can you? I also and think it's Jackson as well. Lamar Jackson was considered, but again. You are a big Lamar guy, aren't you? Yeah, well, again, it's Mahomes, isn't it? So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, well, I mean, my QB, I felt like I didn't really have a choice, especially after the season he's just had, but Tom Brady, you got to put the goat in your all-star team. Yeah, I mean, NFC, like you could have maybe gone somewhere else and used, like, um, an Evans or another Bucks, another Bucks player, but you can't argue with the goat. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you say, with I mean, the the receiver I've got, I'm more than happy with, and I think he's better than Mike Evans, but that's why I didn't. I was thinking, you know, Levante David, just being, you know, always just an yeah. amazing linebacker and stuff like that, but I thought with the Brady, it's the goat. It's, you've got to have Tom Brady in your team, in my opinion. Yeah. You're yeah. talking all-stars. Yeah, yeah so that's that. my QB I selection. And for running back, I've gone Henry. Yeah, yeah well, just for a 2,000-yard season, can't I didn't even think of anyone else for Titans, I'll be honest. No one came into consider. He was my first two names on this, Mahomes and then Henry. 
No, yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't argue with you. I love Derrick Henry myself, just a beast. You know, no one stiff arms Josh Norman like Derrick Henry can. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, nah, I respect. Uh, I'm happy with my choice though as well. To be honest with you, uh, my ring back was an easy choice, and that's uh, Dalvin Cook from the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go Kirk Cousins. <laughs> well, he was my second choice behind Brady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not much I can say about Dalvin Cook. He's just like, if you're into your fantasy football, is the guy you want, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. two two most rushing yards last year, last year, weren't they? So yeah, I, yeah, can't just argue with that. Both ballers, right? Uh, let's hear your receiver then. I've gone Keenan Allen. You know, Keenan. Yeah. I know, I know, he's not. He isn't the, uh, you know fanciest of names and stuff but solid receiver yeah no I mean definitely uh, oh yeah because originally because the reason I got confused is originally I had Joey Bosa in he was going to oh, be my right. defensive but then I realised I wasn't going to have a good receiver so I've because so I've switched it up and then I've gone with Keenan Allen who I think yeah, he used to be solid you know I see him twice a year as a Broncos fan I mean, yeah, it's a, well, it's a well enough so, known name, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so right, so I think I've, I mean, wait, let's. I'm trying to keep score here. Sorry. So <laughs> Chiefs, you went Mahomes. I think you Mahomes beats Brady, I suppose. Yeah. Even though Brady did beat him in the Super Bowl, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll give it to Mahomes. Uh, running back, you had uh, Henry. I'll give you Henry. I think Henry picks Cook, so I will give you Henry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I think I've got you on receiver because I've gone DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, that's that is fair enough. Can't argue Hopkins. I think he's best receiver in the league. So yeah, just a playmaker. Just be. I mean, they're just gonna have another amazing year. Second year him and Kyler linking up. Yeah. Build a bit more chemistry, but yeah. Allen so. was just Allen was just one at last picks, and I had the Chargers there, so that was why I chose Allen. I mean, that's the problem in it with it. You are going to get some dud picks, aren't you? I mean, I've got a couple dud picks in here, which are just like, yeah, you're only yeah, in it because you play yeah. for the worst team in the end. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but literally, yeah, so two, uh, yeah, 2-1 to you so far. Right, tight end? Thank you, this one. I reckon you should be beating me with this. It's Eric Ebron. Uh, tight end and wide receiver. They were, they were my last few picks. All right, yeah. Not about um, going. You know, Juju at wide receiver, but then I'd have to have. <laughs> so it just, yeah, Eric Ebron. He's all right. He'll do a job. For the I mean, yeah. pick, but... definitely, definitely does a job. Uh, well, I've gone for um, a younger guy made his made a Pro Bowl this year. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had a big year for the Lions. Yeah, I, I considered um, Jasicki, the Dolphins tight end. Oh, yeah. That would be a bad shot. Yeah, but then I've gone, gone Dolphins. Somewhere around another position, obviously, but yeah, Hawkinson had a very good year. Not quite as good as Northam, but but you know he'll he can have it. <laughs> yeah, not to, yeah, both not really both. Uh, Ebron and Hawkinson not explosive big name tight ends either, but I suppose Hawkinson's probably the one with a bigger upside compared to Ebron out of the two. Yeah, I'll give you Hawkinson. I'll, I'm happy right. to all. Right then, let's move on to offensive line. You want to go left tackle? My left tackle from the Ravens. Is Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley. All right. I mean, yeah, very solid. massive, uh, massive, solid left tackle. I mean, my choice is it's looking like he's probably not going to be on this team, 
but one of the best left tackles of the last decade, and that's Trent Williams, 49ers. Yeah, he did, he did just have a good season, to be fair. Um, oh, that's a, that's a tough little... It, it is a tough one. I don't... If we're like... going off last season, it'd be Williams in it because um, Stanley got injured in last year. But that's what I did try to do mine off more like, you know, the season just gone. You know, like as if it is like All Stars, like you know, like Pro Bowlers basically, like picking Pro yeah. Bowlers. That's what I tried yeah. to base it off. But uh, it is a close one because I do like Ronnie Stanley, and that's a good shout because I didn't expect you to say Ronnie Stanley to be honest with you. I do like that one. I don't know, but I do feel Trent pips in. I can't lie, especially with the season just gone, like you say. If we're, yeah. we're going to if we put it down to the season just gone, then you have to go Trent by default, really, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I reckon I'll have you at left guard. I think you've definitely got me at left guard. <laughs> a good old Nelson. Can't go wrong. Oh, I mean, yeah, Quentin Nelson's beating anyone. <laughs> but he's definitely beating the guy I've got. I mean, he made the Pro Bowl this year, but that's Elkton Jenkins from the Packers. <laughs> oh, that was your Packers choice. Mm. Yeah. You know I don't like the Packers, so I gave them the worst. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, he made a Pro Bowl, so you can't really. There's just not that yeah, many. Like, there's not that many amazing left guards, really, in the NFC. Who, who wants to be a guard? Everyone wants to be a tackle, don't they? Well, I mean, I don't know. Quentin Nelson and Brandon Scherf, like they kind of make the guard position appealing to people. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you've got me there, definitely, like Quentin Nelson. When his contract comes up. Right, what we got next? Do you think Nelson gets, just before we move on, do you think Nelson gets like left tackle money as a guard? I think he should do, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If you want to keep hold of him anyway, then yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure someone will pay it, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, let's move on to centre. He's, he's, he's getting, on, getting on a bit now, he's mine, but Rodney Hudson from the Raiders. Yeah, it's not, yeah. I don't hate that choice from you. I don't think that's a bad choice. I don't know. I don't mean centres. They're just not really. There's not that many big name centres out there, in it? Because again, it's like who wants to be it's a centre? It's hard being. <laughs> it's hard with O line, isn't it? Especially when, obviously, well, I'm not speaking for you, but I'm not. I'm only like pretty recently coming into um, being a foot, uh, being a NFL fan. So you, you don't really hear much about offensive line play, do you? Like when you just. Obviously, I've been a fan for a good few years now, but. Especially when you first start and you don't really even think about offensive line, so it's pretty hard to do it really big names, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. I probably could name about six centres, probably, in the NFL, off the top of my head. If I had a good think about it, give me 15 minutes, I might be able to name you 10, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not naming you like half of centres in this league, <laughs> starting centres as well. Have you gone with the boy Chase Rulier? No, I have not. I've gone with a, a really good centre from a rival of Washington, and that's Jason Kelsey from the Eagles. Yeah, Four-time Pro Bowler, made the Pro Bowl the last two years, so, you know. Yeah, both of our centres getting on a bit now. Tough one. I, I, you see, I don't know, it's tough on that, right? For a lot of draw? We might, have to, we might have to give us both a point there because I think, yeah. like, cause I'm sure, like, Rodney Hudson's been making Pro Bowls lately as well. Hasn't he? Yeah, Hudson made it 2016, 17, and 19. And in 19, he was a second team All Pro. Yeah, there you go. That pretty much since 2014, 2016, 2019, and then 2020 is Kelsey. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to call that a draw. I'd take either of them at centre in my teams. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right, right guard. I've got a very good right guard. I'm happy with my right guard, so I'm interested to see yours. See, okay, I think mine plays more left guard, but, you know, guards are guards, aren't they? <laughs> Go Joel one. Bittonio from the Cleveland Browns. All right, yeah. I don't mind that, yeah. I don't mind that. He he just he was in the Pro Bowl last year. Pretty sure he was all pro as well. Let me just check that. Yeah, past three seasons, been second team all pro, and then same past three seasons Pro Bowl as well. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do not hear that pick. I mean, I'm happy with my choice, but he definitely had a, he had a very troublesome um, injured season, and that is uh, Zach Martin. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I wonder what. Oh, I'm pretty sure I know where you've gone with Washington now. You haven't gone Sheriff, but yeah, I mean, Zach Martin is, when he's, you know, fully fit, he's probably best, best right guard in game. Well, that's what I mean. This was his first, like, really unhealthy season. And so it was the first time in six years, seven years, sorry, that he's missed a Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? He missed six Pro Bowls before. So he's definitely, I think, I think he's the right guard version of Quentin Nelson's left guard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I mean, I'm going to have to say... Always trade for them on Madden. He's a two guard, though. But yeah, I'm going to say he pips Betonio. He beats Betonio. Yeah, I'm happy with that. A healthy Zach Martin, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Right, uh, what's right tackle? Again, he plays more left tackle. He has played right (laughs) tackle in his life. All right. That's why I've gone with him. I didn't want to be, you know, just picking everyone out of position. Yeah, but you know, with Matthew, this is the only other good player on the Texans, and I've, it's Larry Mitunto. All right, yeah. As soon as you said Texans, I knew you were saying Tunsil there. Yeah, because I thought about going Tunsil left tackle and then moving um, Orlando Brown, putting him as right tackle, but Brown don't want to play there. And Tunsil would do a job for me at right tackle. <laughs> I know he would. I spoke to him. He said he's happy to play there for me. So I've gone Tunsil. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I've gone um, well, quite a well-known right tackle, to be fair. Isn't it? It, it, it doesn't. It's not. Um, I've not cheated like you when he plays left tackle as well. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've gone uh, Ryan Ramchick from the New Orleans Saints, which I was quite happy about. I forgot about all... I was thinking right tackles. I was like, everyone I know is just a left tackle. And then I just yeah. saw... Uh, I saw Ramchick's name and I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely going in the team. You know, famously in the same draft class as Garrett Bowles. So... Amazing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tough... I mean, Ramchick's not amazing, but definitely a good solid right tackle. I'd Tunsil, say Tunsil wins that. I'd really? say Tunsil. Yeah, Tunsil's good, man. Tunsil's good. Yeah. So, all right. He's made. I mean, he's, he's made the last two Pro Bowls. So off that, I will give you Tunsil. Right. Let's move on to defense anyway. Right. It's five five at the minute. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to defense. Uh, do you want to start just on D line defensive tackle? Going Geno Atkins from the Bengals again. Another horrendous team who have no one. You know, Geno. His production's gone down a bit the past few years. I, I could have gone with um, DJ Reader as well from, from Bengals, but worked with uh, Atkins, eight-time Pro Bowler. Last time was 2019, three, three-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro, 2010 decade team, you know. Decent little pick. 
I mean, yeah, it's a, definitely a huge name. I mean, like you say, he's definitely on a decline now, but obviously that's just more due to him, you know, knocking on a bit in it. But eight Pro Bowls, oh, really geez, argue with he that. He made one tackle last year. Um, wait, let me quickly look what DJ Reader's stats are. Just in case <laughs> I want to go with him. Uh, tell us about your uh, your defensive tackle. So this is where I utilised my uh, Washington pick, and I went Deron Payne. Ah, <laughs> oh, Sasha made you do that. No, that, yeah, I, honestly, I went. I went honestly. I went Deron because I was the position defensive tackle. One of the last positions I had left. I decided to leave Washington towards more of the back end. Yeah, and I got I left. Um, you yeah, you see, I was thinking that, but because. You'll, you'll understand my defensive end pick when you see what team it is. Because that, that's yeah. another one which I was left with quite late. And it's a very terrible team in the NFC. So, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, they're on pain. He had a big year. Like, he's a big reason um, that defensive line does well. And those pass rushes, uh, Chase Young and Sweat do things. Because he creates that much interior pressure on his own. Yeah. That he causes uh, those guys to free up a bit more. So, But, yeah, I mean... <laughs> If you want to, if you want to go off more like last, you know, a few years, then I'd definitely 100% I'd say Geno Atkins because he's just such a big name. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm happy to accept Atkins. <laughs> I'd have accepted the argument going off last year, pain. So I mean, I'm happy to call it a draw if you want. Uh, I, I, all right, after, okay, we'll call it a draw then if you want. So we'll, we'll go like Atkins is more the household name, but Payne had a better season just gone. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do it like that. Okay, that's fine. Right. Um, should we go pass rush defensive end? Yeah, see, originally, I wanted TJ Watt. But, mm. again, the Jags had no one at tight end. So, I had to go with Josh Allen and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I like Allen a lot. I think Josh Allen is very underrated. Yeah, yeah, he is a decent, decent player. It's just on a crap team. But, How long has he got left on his contract at Jags? Because I think he gets paid when he leaves. Yeah, he'll get paid. I, re- I reckon they'll pay. I reckon the Jags will pay him just because, you know, they they are paying on anyone at the minute. I mean, he was in the 2019 draft, so he's got a two. Oh, he's still got a couple seasons left on here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he's a yeah. Pro Bowler. He's one-time Pro Bowler, Josh Allen. So, who have you got a defensive end? Uh, so like you, I've gone a 2019 draft. Another young, I believe it was 2019. Let me just double check. It's a guy who Jay Gruden, when he was Washington coach, absolutely loved and wanted to draft himself. Plays for a terrible, okay. plays for a terrible team, just like Josh Allen. We pretty much chose very similar defensive ends here. I've gone Brian Burns from the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. I, I do like Brian Burns. He's definitely on the right trend. Uh, well, I think his debut season he had seven and a half sacks and then last year he got nine and a half sacks. So he's definitely starting yeah. to push double digit sacks. Impressive. Yeah, Especially so for I Carolina think, I don't really have much on defence so he'll probably get double teamed a lot. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think his production's only just only going to get better. I think he's going to become one of those guys who just gets double digit sacks year in, year out. So, But yeah, I do like the guy. I think you picked me though, I'll be honest. I, I, I think Josh Allen is, is that... He's got that more superstar X factor at the minute, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Madden reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm I'm happy to take that win. Yeah. I give you I give you it literally by a point, like literally like by one. Josh Allen beats that Brian Burns, I reckon. And he's more well known as Josh Allen, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean obviously going to a Pro Bowl and stuff. 
makes you a bit more well-known. Yeah. In being a linebacker. So this is where I've used my New York Jets selection. Leave CJ Mosley. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad pick, Mosley. Yeah. Not the worst, he's not the worst player in the world, is he? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have many options. He was one of the first names in, but just because I, I didn't have many options with Jets. Yeah, even yeah, the, even the special teams for Jets are crap. So <laughs> you should have just put like their um, tight end coach in team or something like that. <laughs> Same quality. Yeah. Nah, he's not bad, Mosley. He's not bad at all. Four time pro bowler, four time second team all pro. Um, pretty sure he got paid big by Jets, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he used to be a Baltimore, didn't he? he Five year, eighty five million. That's not bad. I mean, obviously, opted out of last season. So, you know, if you want to go against me for that, I understand. But literally, the Jets had uh, the Jets had no, they had no one. Who am I picking? Joe Flacco. You know, I, <laughs> Jameson Crowder. I could have chose it. Won't, wasn't an easy pick. The Jets. Yeah, no, nah, I think I, mean, I think the only shout, the only little shout I'll give, I don't think you should have definitely done it, but a little shout I will give, I reckon maybe you could have gone Quinn and Williams as defensive tackle instead of Atkins yeah. the Bengals. But then obviously you've got to then choose a Bengal to go elsewhere, aren't you, which is obviously yeah. a bit tough. And I, I almost went Conor McGovern at centre, just because he's where the was. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I'd have had to go with a crap Raiders defensive end. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. It's not, yeah, you're going to lose either way, are you? <laughs> what about uh, you? You've gone that linebacker. So, again, very similar to you. I've gone the other side of the, the other side of the river of New York, and I've gone the Giants. Um, I mentioned him on the last po- last pod that I really like him, and that's uh, Blake Martinez. Yeah, decent little pick. Just a guy who loves to tackle. Um, yeah, not many options at Giants. I've said Jabril Peppers, who I, who I like. Logan yeah. Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Daniel Jones did nearly beat out Tom Brady, can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, yeah, Blake Martinez, I just, right. I, I really love the guy. The guy just, he's sick, he's 144 tackles 2017, 144 tackles 2018, 155 2019, 114 in 2020. Ugh, the guy just loves to hit people. Yeah, I mean, CJ Mosley is also a beast. But like you say, opting out. I'll give you, I'll give you that. I'll give you yeah. that. I think that opt-out screwed you. Years in the last two seasons, Mosley. Yeah. So, I'll give you that. be interesting to see if Mosley can get back to that um, early career form. What is it? Four Pro Bowls, start of his career. Well. So, moving on to uh, cornerback. I have got, you know, people could argue, top corner in game at the minute. All right, well, definitely one of them. From your favourite team, the Bills, Tredavious White. Mm, yeah, nah, I don't, yeah, I like that bit. I wouldn't have expected that bit to be honest with you, but I do like it. Yeah, you know, obviously, I mean, I won't lie to you, Josh Allen didn't get considered at all. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, White was one of my first first choices at cornerback. Uh, you know, two-time Pro Bowler, second team All Pro last year. First team All Pro two seasons ago. Uh, the Bills, I could have gone Diggs, I suppose. Could have gone Diggs and then mm. put someone like Chris Harris at cornerback, but I'm, I'm happy with White as my cornerback. 
Yeah, definitely. I think he's a player who's just going to keep getting better. And he's still young, isn't he? Is he like mid-20s or something? 25? Yeah, he is 26. 26, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's just going to keep getting better. You've seen some of these corners complete to the like 32, Carter. Yeah, yeah. At a high level, so, I mean, definitely. But, I mean, my pick as well, I'm happy with my pick. Um, I've got Elliot Rams and I've got Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, and just a can't really out, yeah. That is, a good, that, is, that is a good pick. Made the last four Pro Bowls, so, you know. Yeah, I reckon you've probably just picked me there. Yeah, I reckon oh. in a few years, Tredavious White maybe does outdo Jalen Ramsey in a few years. Possibly. Possibly. It just depends on what the Rams can do with, you know, the cap and stuff. If they can build a decent defence for Ramsey to shine in. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll happily give you that point. All right, thank you very much. Right, so uh, remind me of the three teams you've got left. I have the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. the New England Patriots, and the Miami Dolphins. All right, so I've got left the Seahawks, the Bears. And the Falcons. I'm going to guess your safety. You've yep. got Broncos. Yep. Safety, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't. Justin Simmons is a beast. I can't lie. Baller. Absolute baller. It hurts me that we aren't giving him a 10 year, $300 million deal. <laughs> but, Maybe you uh, will. I mean, I, I really do hope George Payton likes him. I feel like John Elway didn't wasn't so keen on him. That's why he never gave him the big extension. But Simmons, you know, second team All Pro 2019, Pro Bowl last season, just you know, four interceptions, five interceptions last season. You know, he's just a ball hawk, man. He 94 tackles and then paired with Kareem Jackson, it's just unreal. I mean, yeah, I think I'm, I'm surprised he's only ever made one Pro Bowl in his career, to be honest. Justin Simmons had a thought. Yeah, I'm maybe... very surprised he didn't get one in 2019 when he got all pro. I definitely thought he'd have made um, more Pro Bowls. Um, I mean, my safety is a bit different to yours. Obviously, yours is more free safety, mine's more strong safety. This is a guy who just plays linebacker, defensive he's from end. The Seahawks. Yeah. I'm going to guess you yeah. know who that is. Uh, Jamal Adams. I mean. Oh, that's tough. That is it is tough. a tough one because they're just both completely different yeah, safeties. Yeah. Which is a. Um, yeah. Your Adams is more of a like a proper playmaker and gets involved a lot. Where Simmons just Simmons is your ball hawker, the guy who's yeah, gonna game well. Yeah. Needs uh, to make a play. He does. I mean, I think we might have to tie that one. You know, I can't. Lie. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like. Right, a tie's probably fair there. It was just hard because obviously we've we've just gone one safety position, but obviously there is two safety positions, isn't there? You know, your free safety and your strong yeah, safety. Which yeah. maybe if we do this again, we won't do both guards and both tackles. <laughs> Show too we'll much do, respect to the O line. Yeah, we'll do two safeties and maybe two defensive ends. Right, so we've got two positions left: special teams, kicker and punter. I can tell you, Harrison, the scores are nine eight to me at the minute. Oh. So well, see, the first name that actually went on this list, honest, before Mahomes and Henry, was Justin Tucker. But then I thought the Ravens have got too many good players mm. to waste, to waste uh, doing this All-Star team on the kicker. So I've gone with a man with an 86.5% field goal percentage, 77 from 89, decent. 
And he's got a receiving touchdown, Macca. Not many kickers say they've got a receiving touchdown. Look at indeed. He was first team All Pro last year. So, you know, the best kicker last year. And that is Jason Sanders from the Miami Dolphins. Oh, so, so you're going with your Dolphins pick, Sanders. I mean, I don't really know him. I can't lie. He's <laughs> a new one on me. I mean, first team All Pro last year. He was involved in the in that trick play with the where the Dolphins, um, you know, flipped it to him for the receiving touchdown. So that alone should get me the win. I mean, you say that, but like my kicker, I'm really happy with as well. Um, I don't know if you can guess who he is. I've got Bears and um, Falcons left. Oh, have you gone Young Hoku? Young Hoku. I mean. You know, field goal, eh, but onside kick, you know, that then it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're definitely not going to the Bears kicker, are you? <laughs> but yeah, definitely not, definitely not. I mean, yeah, he's a tough one, the buff, very, um, field goal percentage wise, Young Hoku is better, but he's had less field goals attempted. Um, I'll tell you what, my, my kicker and punter were both the first team All Pro this season, so. Um, I mean, Young Hoku made the Pro Bowl this year, so... Yeah, but who cares about Pro Bowl? It's all Pro <laughs> I mean, because of the receiving touchdown, I'll give you, a, I'll give it to Jason Sanders because of that receiving touchdown. Thank you. Well done. But in all seriousness, I do think Young Hoku could become one of the, like, the best kickers of like the next decade. Well, you know, like, you know, like Justin, Tick, Justin Tucker's been and Graham Gano and all these guys. I think he's like going to be... The new yeah. big name in kicking. <laughs> well, that's why you want to make your name. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's his job, so you want to yeah, be invested yeah. at your job, don't you, sir? So. I mean, if you want, we can call that one a draw because I don't even know who the Bears punter is. And I'm a man who prides himself on punting. So if you're saying you're one up, call the kickers a draw and give Jake Bailey from the Patriots the win. So then it's a draw. And it's almost like we set it up like this. <laughs> so you got Jake Bailey as your punter. I mean, my, yeah, my punter. I mean, it's, again, it's I a terrible I genuinely don't even know what the Bears is. I genuinely So don't. let me find his name because I forgot his name. Uh, Pat O'Donnell is his name. Yeah, okay. Let me try and find See, some I, uh, back, background. I feel like you could have gone Killy or Mac defensive end and then... Uh, yeah, but well, and then just gone random Pan- Panthers punter just for the sake of it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you know, fair enough. Pat O'Donnell is solid. There was a reason, yeah, I went for him. I think is it is like inside twenty punts. I swear, I think he's like third in the NFL this season for like punts inside the twenty. Yeah, I don't know, he might be, but Jake Bailey went to the Pro Bowl and was a first team All Pro, so. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not arguing the fact that Jake Bailey is Pat O'Donnell. Poor Pat O'Donnell. Jake Bailey was drafted fifth round, you know. Bill Belichick in drafting no fifth round punters if they're not special. Well, I mean, it um, ends in a draw, is that right? 10 10 yeah. 10? I think 10 is what I worked it out at, yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I think if. Right, run me through it again. Run me through it again, Harrison, really quick. Well, my, so my team, Mahomes, yeah, Henry, Allen, Ebron, Stanley, Nelson, Hudson, Vittonio, Tunsil, Allen, Atkins, Mosley, White, Simmons, Sanders, Bailey. 
Yeah, oh, that's a solid team. It's an expensive team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like you've also got a pretty expensive team. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, Brady, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, TJ Hawkinson, um, Trent Williams, Elkton Jenkins, ooh, ooh, um, Jason Kelsey, Zach Martin, Ryan Ramchick, Daron Payne, Brian Burns, Blake Martinez, Jalen Ramsey, Jamal Adams, Big Pat O'Donnell, and Young Hoku. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with my team. I thought it was going to be a lot tougher than what I found it. But um, if that were an if, if that were an all star game, it'd be an all star game. I definitely want to watch. Yeah, I mean, most teams do have a couple of superstars. Just obviously, you know, with me having Bengals, Jags, Jets, Texans, it did make it a little bit harder. But you know, Tuntle helped. I think Josh Allen, what a good pick from the Jags. You mentioned the Jags there, but Josh yeah, Allen, like, yeah, yeah, I'm more than, more than happy with you making that pick. He's like the only one. He's like, <laughs> when I looked at Jag team, I'm like, don't know you, don't know you. Yeah, Josh Allen, you're good. Get in the team. Yeah. Superstar, superstar in the making. Right. Um, so, guys, let us know who you think won that anyway. I mean, we've got it down as a draw, but I'm sure people have got the preferences of whether they prefer the AFC or NFC team. So, be sure to let yeah. us know. Uh, Harrison, I believe it is time for your segment. So, that draft dark horse of the week. This man coming out of a UCLA defensive tackle, six Ooh. foot two, so slightly on the smaller side. Mm. Okay, let's uh, let's give this a try. Oh God. <laughs> Osa, his first name's pretty easy. Odig Hizuwa. Odig Hizuwa. Oza, Osa, Odigizuwa. What we're gonna go with? His uh, his brother. He was a Giants defensive end. Don't if you don't if you know him. If you remember him from a few years ago. Owa Odigizuwa. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if that rings a bell. No, but, I definitely uh, don't. Played in my boy, the Osa Odigizuwa from UCLA. Played uh, twelve. Played in seven games, sorry. Got four sacks, 30 tackles. And uh, against Oregon, you know, pretty decent school. Got one and a half sacks. He's good, good against the run. Got a stop in the run. But like I've mentioned, don't have um, ideal size at six foot two. So, you know, you might see teams in the NFL think he's more of suited to defensive end. Mm-hmm. And he'd be a pretty good rotation player. So, you know, probably... Well, definitely, like going to be a day three pick, maybe a late day three pick, maybe goes undrafted. Now I've seen, I've seen a lot of a lot of people when they're talking about him say probably sixth round or later where he goes. Yeah, decent little decent little player to look out for if your team drafts him. They've got a good pick there. I mean, yeah, I mean, sounds in- so. Would you say he's like a Aaron Donald then? A short, you know, I mean, that short, stout defensive tackle. Obviously not at that level, but yeah, you know, I feel like comparing him to Aaron Donald might be a bit too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But you know, you know what I mean. In that short stature, where teams are gonna obviously underrate him because of that. Yeah, you know, he's he's yeah, he's similar to Aaron Donald in the build, in his build, but mm-hmm. you know, can't compare him to him. But yeah, he's he's decent. UCLA, brother used to play for Giants. You know, surprised you can't remember. I mean, yeah, it does not ring a bell whatsoever. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I'm sure commentators had a lot of fun pronouncing him. And I'm sure they're going to have a lot of fun pronouncing Osa Odigazua. Did he, uh, what, did he sack any big QBs at college this season? Uh, be honest, don't know who Oregon's, Oregon's is now. Um, do you know who Oregon's is at the minute? Only QB I've ever known from Oregon's Marcus Mariota. That's about it. <laughs> That's where um, Herbert came from, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Herbert would have duck, yeah. Herbert would have duck as well, yeah. Um, let's have a look at his... Um... Have a look at his games. So this season, he recorded a sack. He got one and a half sacks against Cal. I don't know if that's. Oh, that's who Jared Goff. That was college Jared Goff he used to go to that. Half sacks against California. Like I said, one and a half sacks against Oregon. Um, got five tackles against Arizona. Got a sack against ASU. Don't know what Arizona State. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't know anyone who plays there. Um, so obviously you're not coming up against the best, the best standard of college football, but like you know Oregon, uh, ranked 11th, and he's played USC, who were 15th, only lost 43-38 to them. So you know that they made that an interesting game, and to Oregon, 38-35. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean I didn't I didn't know the UCLA football team were this bad. To be honest with you, like they're quite a bad team, aren't they? UCLA. So he's definitely like yeah, they went done four well and... to say his... Yeah, I mean oh, 2019 no, they, they had a losing three. season. Yeah, they went four and four in the eight games. Yeah, I think 2019 they went like four and eight or something. Looks of it, four and eight. Yeah, 2018. 2018 they went three and what nine, three and eight again. Yeah, UCLA is a big name in the college world, isn't it? So it's surprising. Yeah, I mean it's their basketball team. I think that's well known. I think that's why yeah. we were assuming the football team might be good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not obviously it's, it's a bit shit. It's a shame, obviously, they didn't play that many college games at UCLA this year. Only playing, what is it, seven games played this year. Yeah, but um, that is my draft dark horse of the week. I'll be honest, that was mainly for the name. But you know, <laughs> I'm glad I It was interesting seeing what he's done at college. So we've got Wop, Chuba, and Osa. No, no. Osa, that's his first name. Odigazuwa, that's that's what he, that's what we got to call him. But you what? always want us to say his first name. No, we say the full name, Odigazuwa. That's how. That's what we, we're not disrespecting people on the Two Bunts podcast, Maka. I'm sure I a lot of these. I thought we were going to be. I thought we were going to become close friends with Big Osa, though. Yeah, just we call will him eventually. But Big Osa. Know, I'm sure a lot of the college <laughs> prospects listen to the Two Punts podcast, so we don't want to disrespect <laughs> any of them. That's why we say all the full names. Okay, so Osa Odigazua, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Right there, you go. And Chuba Hubbard and what Philly are. Right, three names to watch out for. Three names that the Broncos are going to draft. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Right. Uh, anything more then to add on Osa Odegazua? Just watch out in round. Well, well, what day three? That's all I'd say. What's a day three guy? You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he gets drafted at all, he might might not even get drafted. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I suppose with the type the type of season, you know, the college season being this year, I suppose a lot of guys' stats aren't going to look that good either. Yeah. So it might work in his favour, but yeah, we'll see definitely. But yeah, still one to watch out for. 
Right, uh, next week, um, it'll be my go in it next week. Yeah. I suppose, I need to, yeah. I suppose I'll have to try and keep the trend of a good name, but a good player as well. Yep, so you can't go receiver, running back or defensive tackle. Right, no worries. Right, I can have a think about that for the nice little week anyway. Right, so Harrison, you ready to move on to the draft class for the offensive line this year? Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. Right, so you've covered um, guards and centre, is that right? And I've got tackles. I have, yeah. I've got two I've got two guards and two centres. Right, perfect. I mean, I feel like I should just start it off with the name everyone's talking about from the yeah. offensive line draft class, and that's obviously Penny Sewell. Um, junior out of Oregon, six foot six, three hundred and twenty five pounds. Definitely a man you don't want to face. <laughs> um, they're calling him a yeah. one. Sorry, go on. I was gonna say there isn't many offensive linemen I'd like to face, but yeah, Penny Sewell certainly, certainly one, one that them, I yeah. definitely don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're calling him a once in a decade talent, which is quite surprising to be honest with you. Because I mean, he played. He'd only played two seasons. Um, at Oregon because he opted out for the season just gone um, his freshman season he started seven games and missed six due to an injury so he's only had one full season where he's actually played in college fully healthy and that was his uh, sophomore season but he did win that Outland Trophy which is um, the award for best offensive lineman in college so I mean you know what one hell of a year the Outland trip. No, um, Outland Trophy. Uh, Morris Trophy is um, awarded to, you know, the conference that he plays in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's awarded yeah. to the best offensive lineman in that conference, whereas the Outland covers every conference at college level. But yeah, okay. he won the Morris Trophy as well, like you say. He won the Morris Trophy. He won both awards. Uh, but yeah, yeah like yeah. I say, but like I say, he sat out this season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think that's a big decision, but I think it shows how mature he is that, you know, He's not just worried about just playing football and, you know, all this da-da-da-da. And he believes in his talent. And he believes, obviously, that team's are still going to pick him out. And it does look that way. Like, he's going to go definitely 100% top 10. Could he go yeah, top a lot five? Of people, a lot of people predict we'll Bengals or maybe Dolphins. Yeah. That's what a lot of I people mean, yeah. predict. I mean, yeah, if Dolphins don't want Jamar Chase, then I reckon, yeah, Penny Sewell, you know, blocking for Tua would be a good, definitely good decision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll just go a bit on his traits now. So overall, he does move really well. He's got fast hands. Um, he can get his hands on multiple defenders that do come off the edge. He's very quick with his hands. The big mm-hmm. downside, though, um, is he doesn't really finish his blocks. Yeah. But obviously, I'm sure, you know, that's something he will learn, you know, and improve upon. And probably had he not sat out this season, we probably would have seen him yeah, finishing his blocks, you know, a little bit more. But I mean, there's not much you can say about him. He is, he is a freak athlete. And like they say, you know, once in a decade talent, that's a big shout to, you know, obviously say that, you know, they're saying the same about Trevor Arthur. Trevor's one of them once in a ger- generation talents for a QB. Yeah. And they're saying the same about Penny Sewell for a for a tackle. So, yeah, I mean, there's not much I can say about the guy, but it does look like he's going to be just the first offensive lineman taken in the draft. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely does look like it, especially from the sounds of it from um, a lot of the, you know, journalist um, mock drafts that I've been reading. He's always been the first one that goes off the board. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'll I'll tell you about the the best guard in the uh, draft class. You know he he has played a bit of left tackle as well this year, but he usually plays left guard, and that is Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. 
is six foot four, three hundred and fifteen pounds. He he won the Morris Trophy. So he beat Penny Soul this year. For the, or uh, they didn't even play, did he? Penny Soul, so. so he didn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. So he won he won an award in it. Penny Soul's won before in it. So yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, doesn't overextend or really get in bad positions and only allowed eight pressures on three hundred and five. Passing blocking snaps this season. Well, only eight pressures, just pressures. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just pressures. Yeah, he's a. Oh, you should see some highlights, man. He just pancakes for fun. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them do. I suppose it's easier in college, isn't it? But yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker can play both guard and tackle. So you know, a lot of NFL teams will probably be excited about him. Yeah, I mean, it sounds. Uh, what college did you say again? USC. USC, right. So How same many division. Play he's played there since. So he's, he's a redshirt junior. That's oh, so a three years, yeah. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Now, yeah, I like the sound of him. Uh, Whether predicting him to go. It's first round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think all all of these are first rounds. Maybe my my second centre, probably second round, but it's just. It's, you, you know, it's easier to get information on the first round talent, to be fair. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's going to be offensive linemen going in sixth round that yeah. the college fans that they played for probably haven't even heard. So, <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll move on anyway. So, I'll go on to um, Christian Darasaw. Again, probably, you know, another you know well known tackle that's gonna be in this draft. Yeah. The junior out of Virginia Tech, six foot five, three hundred and fourteen pounds. He was a starter in his freshman year. He started every game in college, never had an injury. So I mean Touchwood, obviously that carries on for him. He was mm-hmm. named to the all ACC team this year, uh, which is a good conference. Got teams like Clemson, Louisville in there. Um yeah. out of pass blocking and run blocking is definitely more of a run blocker. So he's definitely, you know, a perfect fit for a team who's got a good run game or run, you know, clever little counters, even tricks, you know, like end arounds and stuff like that. It's because yeah. it's quite a good pulling. It's a good pulling tackle, but obviously for a tackle, you don't really want that. You want you want more your guard to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, obviously, I mean, he's still, you know, he's very athletic. You know, he's one of the quicker movers on his feet of all the tackles in this draft. I feel the main point that shows that he's keen, um, sorry, so what helps him being so quick on his feet is the main thing, the main part of his game is he always wants to keep, you know, the pocket formed for the QB. He never wants the pocket to break down no matter what. Yeah. So more yeah. than um, clever thing he does is, you know, like in football, when you're jockeying a player out, you know, to go mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously for a ball to go out for a throwing out, goal kick or whatever. He's more yeah. like that. He's not, he's not just about, you know, absolutely just finishing a guy and just putting his hands straight through him. He's more like jockeying making sure the QB's got his pocket form to still, you know, see, you know, go through, you know, go through his progressions and make the play, which I think is quite yeah. good. But the problem, the problem with that is sometimes he doesn't know when is the right time to, you know, sort of jockey someone or when is the right time to just explode and put your hands through that pass rusher. So I think that's something he needs to work on because his football IQ isn't 100%. Yeah, so, no. There is a problem there. Um. So, yeah, football IQ, like I said, there's teaching opportunities there. I think, though, for value, for the pick, I reckon this is my favourite tackle. I think because with Penny Sewell, you've just got to take him so high. But yeah. with Christian Darasaw, you can probably get him maybe, like, mid-first round. 
Maybe yeah, even... a lot of people are predicting like, te- like in the team somewhere. They see that's what the... I mean. Exactly. So, and I think considering with like where, um, oh, who were the uh, tackle that went fourth? Andrew Thomas in it went to Giants. Yeah. Last year, I think considering what the giant the Giants gave a number four pick for Andrew Thomas last year, what you can get for Darius or this year, I think is so much a better value because I think he's going to be better than Andrew Thomas and he's a better um, tackle coming out of college than what Andrew Thomas was. So. Yeah, I think if you, if you take Chris in Darisaw, you've definitely got your franchise left tackle. And like I say, that healthy, being consistently healthy and never getting injured in college, it's just a big, big yes from me. Yeah, no, fair enough. So yeah, we'll uh, talk about Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Mm. Similar to um, Vera Tucker, who I mentioned, Redshirt Junior. Uh, six foot four, 313 pounds, so you know, another big boy. Unanimous All-American, 2019 and 2020. Big 10 offensive lineman at year, 2020. Two-time first-team All-Big 10, 2019, 2020. You know, very good, very good uh, guard. Probably the best pass-blocking guard in the draft. You know, it slightly lets himself down a bit on his uh, run blocking, but, you know, he is a, just a very, like, like Vera Tucker, just gets pancakes for fun. The only only concern is he has had a knee problem, which has plagued him a bit over his college career. Just a solid solid guard out of Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a good offensive line draft class. I think altogether, I think you're going to get good guards in the second and third round and good tackles in the second and third round. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, uh, I mean, I've only got one more tackle to go for. Because um, I just they're all just so similar this year, which like I yeah. say, you know, I think that's why it's such a good draft class because you, you might miss out on a guy, but then you're gonna pick up another guy who's very similar to the guy that you missed out on. So it's definitely you know a bonus for NFL GMs out there. But this guy, uh, this one's probably the most interesting one I think. So it's Alex Leverwood, who was a senior yeah, okay. out of Alabama, six foot six, three hundred twelve pounds. He's won two national championships, so he's got that winning, obviously, competitive mindset that's installed into him, being one of the Bama boys. Um, he's definitely the more positionally diverse of the other guys that I've mentioned. He's played a bit of right tackle and a bit of right guard, but for the last two years, he has played exclusively as a left tackle. So he's obviously, okay. you know, the last two years, he's blocked for Tua and he's blocked for uh, Matt Jones just this year gone. Yeah. He almost did declare for the NFL draft last year opted to play another year which I believe was the right idea as he had a bit more of his frame to fill out and he needed more snaps obviously at left tackle because the year before he was playing right tackle and right guard so he definitely did more experience at left tackle so last year he was sorry this year this year he won the Outland Trophy which I mentioned earlier that Penny Sewell won in 2019 so he was voted the best offensive lineman in the whole of college which you know I mean fair enough Obviously, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't argue that. I mean, he does play for Alabama, but at the end of the day, he's still got to block these pass, rush, pass rushes, hasn't he? And I think oh, playing the left tackle, I think, is such a lonely position. Oh, I'm trying to think how to explain it. You know, compared to being like maybe like a corner or a safety or something like yeah, that, yeah, where yeah. it's more of a team effort. I feel like as a left tackle, you're very much like, I have... Just I, like blocking I, his blind side, protect, you know. Yeah, exactly. I've got to protect this I've got to protect this guy. I've got like a whole team on my back, basically, which you don't even realise for a... Yeah, left tackle yeah. but um <clears throat> there is concerns on his overall strength and his arm range he's got quite um t-rex arms now nah, I'm, I'm a bit harsh that 
he has got short arms anyway for how tall he actually is. Um, there is be, there is times he's struggled to keep up with big, strong pass rushes that could overpower him. It doesn't happen very often. He does well to to make up for um, some of the strength that he does lack. He does well to make up for it. But yeah. his main his main kryptonite is like fast, lengthy pass rushes. So a perfect NFL example of that would be uh, Montez Sweat, someone with long extension and a quickness, you know, to get around um, all these tackles like Sweat did this year. Yeah. So I, I won't be surprised if a team brings him into the building and changes him into a guard. Because I think that's where he's definitely more suited. He's, he's got a good footballing IQ. Um, he knows how to play the other positions, obviously, because he did play right tackle and right guard before. But I don't Yeah, I won't be surprised if you see him turn into a guard, this guy, because I just think he's definitely got the tools to be a good guard in the league. But then it's like, um, are you missing out on obviously having a, you know, a good chance of a great left tackle as well? So it's a risky one. I think um, he's, he's definitely a guy that's going to get in training camp anyway. And I think it won't be, I won't be surprised if they try him out at both positions, teams. Yeah, they probably will, to be fair. Just see what he's suited to in NFL. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's definitely... I think Christian Darasaw is my favourite out of the three. But interest-wise, Alex Leverwood, um, just an interesting one to keep an eye on, basically. And um, I've seen early second round, mid-second round, so still quite high. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, talking about Alabama, I've got the centre, Landon Dickerson, redshirt senior. So he's been in college football since 2016. From 2016 to 2018, he was at Florida State. Florida State. Then for his last two seasons, he's transferred to Alabama. So, you know, Alabama, it's a good, it's a good system. So mm-hmm. you're always going to get, you know, solid players coming from there. Just won he won the Remington Trophy this year, which is the best centre in college football. He has the most. I don't, I don't even know what this means, but he just sounded cool as a stat. He has he leads the Power Five in big time blocks, which is fourteen. Don't know what I don't know what a big time block is. Just sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, clearly it's very important. I don't know how you live. Yeah, but um. Slight problem is he did his ACL a couple of seasons ago, and then this season he missed a few games due to an ankle injury. So, you know, that could be a concern going into the NFL. But again, like all the guards I've mentioned, pancakes so much, really physical centre, doesn't isn't pushed back, you know, into the pocket as much as other centre, as much as my other centre I'm going to talk about. So, Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. He is a redshirt junior, six foot five, three hundred and twenty pounds. Only allowed twenty-eight pressures on one thousand three hundred pass block snaps in the last three years. Mm. Uh, only pressures as well, so not even sacks, which is just yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. Um, you know when he's when his placement's right with his hands, no one's getting past him. But like I said. The opposite to Dickinson, he can be pushed back into the pocket when his hand, uh, when his placement's not right. So you know maybe he's suited to guard at the next level, uh, NFL level, because it's a problem if um, your centers are getting pushed back too easy, then the pocket just can easily collapse. Yeah. Two-time first team All Big Twelve past two years. Big 12, Big 12 offensive lineman of the year past two years as well. So, you know, he's a decent, another decent centre slash guard, I guess. 
Where do you see them two guys going? About second round? Yeah, maybe, first. maybe if, if teams are desperate, maybe a late first. You know, they are the two like, best cent- they're the two best centres available, are they? Yeah, yeah, they are the two best centres available. You should never you know. Uh, I'd, I prefer Dickerson. I know he's got uh, an ACL problem, but just Humphrey does have a tendency to, well, not a tendency, but when placement is wrong, he can get pushed back pretty easily, which is, you oh, know, okay. obviously going to happen in the NFL. It's different to college football. So I personally go with Landon Dickerson as the top centre in the draft. I mean, yeah, as long if you think that ACL is not going to be a problem, then yeah, I think Landon's definitely the better one. Right, so that ends it for this week's episode. Um, on Friday, we're going to do a little emergency pod just going on about, um, obviously, all the free agency moves that hopefully are going to just happen like crazy the first day. Free agency opens up on Wednesday, so look forward to that on Friday. And then uh, for the official episode next Tuesday, we will also be discussing uh, the other free agency moves that had happened. We'll go into more in-depth of the free agency moves we mentioned on the emergency pod. We'll have uh, my draft dark horse of the week, and then we're also going to do safeties for the draft class next week. Harrison, do you want to uh, remind everyone the Twitter and the platforms? Yeah, so you know that uh, the Twitter is at the Two Pumps Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to give us a follow. Also, if you're listening on anything else, which can be Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, give us a follow. Don't forget to you know share, get more people involved in the Two Pump Nation. Peace. Peace.